This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm also your host, Alex Shapiro. We are in the middle of our Build Your Skincare Routine series. Last week, we spoke about why it's important to layer your products and the order of your skincare routine. And this week, we're talking about cleansers, which is the first step in any good skincare routine. But first, Elizabeth, what's new? What's going on? Um, my parents came to hang with me this weekend, which was awesome. It was really, really nice. So cute. I know they're the sweetest. And this is why I bring it up because I need to tell you about all the ways that my mom loves the podcast. First of all, she was like, why wasn't there an episode last week? (laughs) I was like, oh my God, mom, sorry. Sorry that we let you down. Number one, number two. She waits for it. She waits for it. She loves it. She's like, do you know... When I saw the episode with Chelsea, at first I didn't think I was going to like it based on the title. But then I decided, I think that this is a really great thing for the podcast to continue to talk about because, you know, women need to know about what's going on in the bedroom. And here it is, Shapiro. She said, because in the bedroom, baby, it's <laughs> because in the bedroom, it's Burger King, baby. And at first I was like, what does that mean? It's Burger King. <laughs> what does that mean? Because Burger King is have it your way. <laughs> Oh, the only reason I even realized that is because they sent this message to Chelsea and she was like, I think it's because Burger King's slogan is have it your way. And so she's saying that all women need to know that you should have it your way in the bedroom. This needs to be on a t-shirt or something. Sharice loves the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. What can I say? She's our number one fan. She gives great feedback. She listens to every episode. Was your dad listening to this conversation? My dad was sitting right across from us. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yep, yep. Oh, God. They're very, very cute. Oh, man. It's funny going to like this stage of uh, your relationship with your parents, you know? Oh, yeah. You can talk about sex. Well, that it doesn't make you want to like vomit in your mouth talking about sex. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Yeah. And it's like they're kind of your friends, but still your parents. It's fun. Yeah. Also, whenever my parents come, I realize that I'm 100% like just a combination of both of them. I showed my dad the furniture that I painted because it was his sister that um, left the furniture to me. And he was like, you did that? And I said, yeah, of course. And he goes, do you want to see the bathroom I just remodeled? (laughs) Casual. And it's like, I'm 100% your child. This is how we spend our off time, you know, just like making shit and making shit for the home. And then... um, yeah, my mom, uh, she's a beauty baddie, you know, combination of both of them. <laughs> What's going on with you? What did you do this weekend? I love it. 
Um, this weekend I had some friends in town, hung out with them and their one and a half year old. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. Like, granted, it was daytime, but we went to a bar and also Lacey came with her husband and baby. And I remember being younger. And if I were at a bar with kids or babies, I'd be like, why are these people here with their baby? Mm-hmm. But now I'm the person who's like there with friends with their babies because I'm older now. Because they and need to get out of the is. house and our yeah. single friends won't go anywhere else with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Kyle and I aren't drinking this month. So it was interesting. I got this like blood orange soda. He got a non-alcoholic beer and I mm-hmm. it actually tasted really good. But we were like, OK, we're not going to get another round of these. Like there's no point in spending money <laughs> on on these drinks that aren't pop. getting us drunk. They like my they tasted good, but it was like, okay, one round is fine. Right. But also it was cool to go to a bar and not drink. That was the first time I've ever done that. Mm. So it was kind of nice to also like because this was daytime, it was nice to like not be drunk and be able to go about the rest of my day and do the shit that I had to do. Mm-hmm. So just kind of interesting. And then my sister and her boyfriend came and we went and had pierogies and kielbasa. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. And then we came to our apartment and I was asleep by 1030 and it was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a lot for one day, like seeing that many different people in a day. Like yeah. the socialization started at 11 a.m. It was like 12 hours of just like. I feel like that's the way that you like it, Shapiro. I'm not going to lie. You're one of the first people that I've met that like you make plans and you stick to them. And like you keep your week, like your free time and your weekends full with like seeing friends. It was a little much, though. I think seeing people that much in a day, like I felt then I had to work the next day. And the day before that, oh, I had like gone to visit my grandma. I went and saw a friend for coffee. Like I feel like I didn't really get time to myself. Mm-hmm. And then I just had to like get back into the work week. Yeah. So kind of regretted it, but not really. It was nice to like <laughs> see people. But yeah. yeah, that's pretty much that's what I did. Saw the chickens. Ooh. Sunday morning. Um, um I walk into their coop jingling my keys and banging on things because there's mice in there sometimes. <laughs> and they all stare at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> they don't know about your fear. Yeah, the chickens don't know, but they know that it's weird that I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't scare them. They're just like, what are you doing? What the fuck's going on? This isn't normal. <laughs> but it worked. Ma'am. They're like, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. This is a little much. It's like 730 in the morning. <laughs> but that's my recap. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason, too, with you keeping your, that is so impressive that you keep your weekends or your free time full with friends is that, like, our jobs are very social, And so for me, it's like after having a week of just giving so much to our clients emotionally, like I can't be around people like my days off. I need to just be like alone or with like one person. Maybe it definitely can be a lot. Yeah. 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 Like when I come home from work, sometimes it's like I just I actually want to stare at a wall. Yeah. 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 Even though I love everyone I'm talking to all day. No, it's fun. It's great fun. That's why like we do what we do. But it's just it's a different type of like exhaustion. Emotional exhaustion is different from physical exhaustion, but it's still like exhausting. I 1000 percent agree. But anyway, so that's why you're um, so impressive. You continue to give like to all of your friendships and everything. It's it's so lovely. I think that's why I like hanging out with the chickens because they don't talk. <laughs> and it's like these animals I can hang out with, but I don't need to. Well, I do talk to them, I guess. Yeah. They respond to their names. 
That's really cute. I understand that. Yeah. Because they give you more back because they can't talk to you almost, right? <laughs> true they're just cute they're like just feed me please (laughs) um i love that i love that for you but that's kind of it it was a good weekend i'm a little tired but it's all good nice all right if you find any value in our show beauty baddies you can uh please do us a favor and leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts we would greatly appreciate it and we love the beauty baddies we love you guys we want to continue to grow our community and weirdly enough a five-star review is one of the ways that you can help to make that happen so hook that up for a girl we'd appreciate it please so we are about to do i guess my favorite segment mine too The Induction into the Bad Bitch Almanac. In this segment, we pay homage to some of our favorite heroes of past and present and teach the beauty baddie community about who they are and why they're being inducted. So it's your turn this week. Who are we inducting into the Bad Bitch Almanac? Okay, so it took me a long time. I don't even know why, because I've got these walls full of beauty baddies, like uh, bad bitches, I should say. And... I keep each week, I'm like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And at the end of the day, I just end up coming back to the wall and picking one of the, one of the women that I look at every day. And so this week, we're going to be talking about one of my heroes, RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, one of the baddest bad bitches out there. And I know that I've spoken about RBG on the show before because she's obviously just done so much for us as women, as a, for us as people, period. But it's time that she gets the official, you know, induction into the Bad Bitch Almanac. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg, first of all, turns out her first name is Joan, Joan Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but RBG's easier, Um, was born in Brooklyn, baby. She was uh, a Supreme Court justice from 1933 to 2020. And she just did so much for women. She helped to push a lot of the different amendments into the constitution that we see today. And one of the reasons that I stand her is that she knew that for women to get equal rights as men, she couldn't just go and present the case to a bunch of men and say women deserve equal rights. She had to sort of use her creativity to think about different ways that this also affects men. And so she would go and choose different cases like one that I remember is there, it used to be that women could get alcohol at the age of 18, but men could only get alcohol in some states at uh, 21. And so she took this case on showing how it wasn't fair for men to not be able to have the same rights as women. And so they're, you know, just proving all these different ways that equal rights ends up across the board helping everybody, which at the end resulted in equal rights for women, for black people, for gay people for just like all of us, but she knew that she had to do it in a way, like present the case in a way to appeal to the people that she was presenting it to, which was largely men. Badass. That was it. I mean, she was just a badass. She was just really smart. She's from Brooklyn. One of my favorite quotes from her is, what's the difference between a secretary and a Supreme Court justice? And the difference is one generation. And she was saying that her mom was one of the smartest women that she knew, but she could never become more than a secretary because of the way that society was set up, because she was a woman, because she could only get so much education. And so that's one of the reasons that she dedicated her life to fighting for equal opportunities for everybody across the board, especially for women. So RBG, we love you. That's it. Welcome to the Bad Bitch Almanac. 
That was a great one. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're talking about cleansers. Be right back. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm excited to speak about cleansers today because there's a huge false narrative that all cleansers are the same, right? That why does it even matter to buy anything besides CeraVe? Because a cleanser is a cleanser is a cleanser, right? There's many reasons that this is so important, but I want to first recap what we were speaking about last week in terms of product layering. And one of the big things that I sort of discovered in terms of product layering is, and I think that you and I both realize this, Alex, is that for many different products to really penetrate the skin, it depends on the way that we're manipulating the pH of our skin, because the pH has to be lowered to a certain level for uh, a lot of products to get in through the epidermis and all the way into the dermis. Like we learned that vitamin C, for example, has to really can't penetrate the skin until the skin itself is at a pH of 2.5. And it likes to just remain at a 4.5 to a 5.5 to stay happy, right? So that means that we have to do something to manipulate your skin to get to a 2.5. And that something can be a cleanser. So before we jump into that, I just wanted to recap the order of which we should layer products, right? We spoke about it all last week, but I feel like at the end, we kind of left you guys hanging. And really what I love to tell my clients is we should be layering things within the order of molecular weight. So what does that mean, right? So that really means that we want to do our liquids first and then our gels and then our creams. And so although we were talking about the different ingredients and how different ingredients we want to put in at different times, most product lines are smart enough that they put the ingredients within the order that we were just describing, right? So you don't really have to think about it too, too much beyond the molecular weight, unless you want to take the advanced route and start looking at ways that you want to stop product penetration, like we were talking about with you know, layering your retinol on top of your moisturizer rather than putting it on beforehand. So what do you think about that, Shapiro? So I think that the best way, I don't know, I think what you said obviously is pretty cut and dry for people to understand. I think also, I know for some of my clients, it helps them to remember like, okay, in a way your serum is like most important. So you want to put that on first. So it's penetrating. Well, no, it doesn't really matter because it's going to penetrate based on the molecular weight. But that's how I always remind because I have a lot of clients who forget if it's moisturizer or serum first. 
Mm-hmm. And I just remind them, I'm like, your serum is what's doing most of the work for what you're trying to do to your skin, whether that's to hydrate it more, clear acne, slow down the aging process. So that's also a good way to remember it. We need to come up with um, a thingy like PEMDAS. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a really great. I'm glad that you brought that up because the other thing I wanted to talk about is adding on different things for the beauty baddies to pick up after each episode. Like besides just obviously having a beautiful picture of you and I or our guest on the uh, Instagram, I think I'm going to start making something for each episode. So last week... For the product layering, I'm going to make a little video, like a little reel, and just show like my skincare routine, which is kind of embarrassing, but it's one way to Why, <laughs> Why like, is it embarrassing? Because I feel like uh, this is what influencers do. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, come watch me put on my skin. You guys, everybody's been asking me what's in my skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's helpful. And I think people are starting to also be more aware of like, oh, I want to watch a professional. Exactly. Not just like someone who enjoys skincare right and I figure we're talking about this anyway so we may as well make a visual component to go with it also you and I have real skin we sometimes have problems with our skin oh right now the hyperpigmentation is like just every time I look in the mirror it's like so you just have to have that ice cream huh (laughs) but I think people appreciate seeing just like someone who actually deal it's like when you see someone on Instagram talking about body positivity and it's like well you're kind of privileged because you're a skinny person mm-hmm. and maybe this isn't like it's cool that you're talking about this but don't forget about that privilege right mm-hmm. so it's kind of the same Fair. where it's like i don't know we know skin and we both personally have problematic skin sometimes yes and i think people appreciate that okay true so next time i go for a week and don't wash my face because i'm like sad <laughs> or something and then also eat ice cream and then look in the mirror and have all of these pimples i'll that's when i'm gonna start i'm gonna get on and show you guys and then we'll start the reverse because this is what i do every month <laughs> i know but your skin reverses really fast when you get on track it's kind of crazy it's true but it's also i realize that's my privilege is that i'm an esthetician yeah you throw the kitchen sink at it yeah exactly if the privilege of exactly that why wash my face Uh, it's not why wash it it's just sometimes you know life is hard life is really hard speaking of we should talk about why it's important to cleanse yes tell the people so maybe i should say this because i actually cleanse my face every night (laughs) um (laughs) but i think you can choose a cleanser based on many different things for me it varies This is just me personally. For me, it varies by season. I like to cleanse to clean dirt and debris off my skin, but to also hydrate because my skin is chronically dehydrated this time of year. I think the why can vary, but at the very base of it all, it's to remove dirt and debris to kind of give yourself a nice clean palette or canvas rather for applying your products. And if you do have problematic skin, maybe you're dealing with acne, maybe rough texture. These are just examples. You can get a cleanser that is targeted towards those things. Totally. So cleansing is too clean, but it's also you can start targeting your skin problems with your cleanse. You can make it work for you and do more than just clean your skin. 100% Shapiro, you said it. Uh, I couldn't agree more. It's the most important step, I would say, in your skincare routine because one is it gets rid of all of the day, right? If you ever wear makeup, especially, this is why, you know, we're going to double cleanse. But even when you double cleanse to remove makeup, really, okay, so for example, like I will just use oil to remove all of my makeup. We do one cleanse with oil and a hot washcloth because that just gets rid of 
that layer, but then there's still one is like residual makeup and everything. But then there's two is like my cleanser does more than just removes the dirt oil and makeup is it's going to start to prepare my skin for the products that I'm going to put on next. Right. So after I do the oil cleanse, that's when I'm going to use the cleanser cleanser. And so really what they can do is affect the efficacy and the side effect profile of a lot of the products that you're going to use afterwards. So this is, you and I have spoken about this before. This, I realize that this is one of the reasons that dermatologists will say, oh, just use CeraVe. CeraVe really has like the most gentle ingredients because dermatologists are, are prescribing retin-A, right? They're prescribing things that are so strong that like you- And they tell you to use it way too often. Exactly. But like you couldn't use anything else because that in and of itself is so strong that to use like a lactic acid cleanser, for example, it would really disrupt your skin. It would make it so harsh. Yeah, it'd be too much exfoliation. And so that's what I mean by like it can contribute to the side effects of the products that you're going to use next. But in that same analogy, if you are using you know, maybe medical grade ingredients or even something from uh, the derm store or from Sephora, using something that has more active ingredients that are going to actually start the desquamation process or disrupt the lipids, right? Because we need to get your skin to a pH that's lower than it actually is so that we can get those great ingredients to work that we're going to use next. That would be great. I like ranting about um, prescription vitamin A. I know. We talk about it often. It's like I rant about it every day of my life. It's just so strong. It's just so, so strong. And it's not for... Everybody, but also I get that it's covered by insurance and that's a big difference, right? Is like if you have insurance, it's, it's probably better to go and get a prescription vitamin A than it is to spend $100 on something from like PCA say, right? Also, people want to listen to a doctor. Yes, that's also true. I've never, have you ever used prescription vitamin A? No. Me neither. Most estheticians don't. It's yeah. very telling. Um, so you were touching on it a bit, but we should definitely discuss the different type of cleansers and also choosing which one is right for your skin type because that can get really confusing. Totally. So for me, rule of thumb is like I was saying, my skin personally is dehydrated. So I like cleansers that won't be too cleansing and stripping. Otherwise, it just kind of throws my skin off kilter. But you do want your skin to do a little something more like Elizabeth actually is the one that introduced me to lactic acid face cleansers. And I find that it kind of works for everybody or almost everybody because there's one by PCA literally just called the facial wash and it's pH balanced. It cleanses, it keeps your pH balanced and it's also going to gently exfoliate with lactic acid, which is also a hydrating acid. When I cleanse with that, it makes my skin feel really good, even as someone with dehydrated skin. Mm -hmm. And I've yet to have anyone who I've recommended it to not fall in love with it. And I feel like that's kind of, for me, it's been like a go-to that I recommend to people. It kind of works for any skin type. PCA has a lot of really great cleansers. And the thing that I love about their cleansers is I think this is something that smaller brands are just starting to understand is the pH of it, right? Is all of their cleansers are pH balanced, but they also know that to have the efficacy of any of the products that you put on afterwards work or work to what they claim they will, you need to start to exfoliate your skin a little bit. You need to start to sort of, as they say, uh, disturb the stratum corneum so that things can pass through that layer. Um, so yeah, they've got a lot of great cleansers. But also the different types of cleansers generally are going to be in a couple of different categories. So gel, creamy, there's bar cleansers. 
Um, and then of course there's exfoliating cleansers, which could be any one of those. So a foaming cleanser, generally, these are huge generalities also. So a foaming cleanser generally, like if you have oilier skin is going to help to, that's what I meant before when I said remove the lipids. So as we learned last week, if you want your products to actually penetrate your skin, oil stops your skin from absorbing products, right? So if you have oily skin, we have to start to remove that excess lipid barrier so that anything that we put on afterwards can actually like get into your skin. So a foaming cleanser, this is so broad because all of the cleansers I use are foaming cleansers and some of them are great for dry skin. Some of them are great for oily skin. So I'm saying this is a, a sweeping generalization for the peoples, all right? They also have different levels of foam. Totally, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. It's complicated. It's complicated. But, you know, if we're going to just kind of keep it super, super general, right? Um, and then a creamy cleanser, again, huge generalization, is better for like sort of dry or dehydrated skin because it's not quite removing every lipid from your skin is actually going to be putting oil onto your skin or putting moisture into your skin. So, um, and that's not going to be great for also like during the winter or if you're on dermatologist prescribed retin-A. Exactly. And then also, again, as I said, this is a sweeping generalization. We should say that then like the alpha hydroxy, like active cleansers, like we were saying. So if you have acneic skin and you're going to be using, say, a benzoyl peroxide, generally speaking, a benzoyl peroxide cleanser isn't actually going to be foaming because benzoyl peroxide by nature is so drying is it's going to have to add moisture to your skin so that it ends up balancing out. So there's always sort of in-betweens to this, right? Like we were saying, these are sweeping, sweeping generalizations, but it's saying that there isn't just one size fits all. There's so many different types of cleansers for so many different skin types and for so many different types of skin conditions. And depending on where you live, what time of year it is, what products you're going to be using afterwards, what products you've used before in your life. Like Alex, you and I have both had clients who've been on like Accutane, right? And their skin, there's like not a drop of oil left. There's so dehydrated in every aspect, right? Mm -hmm. So all of these different things to keep into consideration when you're choosing your cleanser. I do want to say that I feel like the way that you cleanse is really important. Using a washcloth is really important to mm -hmm. really remove all the dirt and debris from your skin. I think that's something that I teach to clients every day and it can be a game changer because I just feel like wiping cleanser on your face and just rinsing it. A lot of cleansers don't rinse clean. Mm -hmm. So that's very important. And yeah, generally, if you have oily, acneic skin, a gel type foaming cleanser would be helpful. If you have dehydrated skin that maybe also has acne, you might want to go with something creamy just to keep everything kind of leveled out because it seems like in your case, it may not be oil that's necessarily causing your acne. Mm -hmm. And then like a lactic acid cleanser could be for a lot of people. But I think another thing to remember is if you're wearing face makeup, like foundation, tinted moisturizer, you want to be double cleansing. You have to double cleanse. Yeah. Using an oil cleanser first and then using one of the targeted cleansers. It's really important. Yes. And you should be wearing SPF. So yes, I agree. Um, a washcloth. Yes, you have to be using a washcloth. Like when you wash your face, like yes, in theory, we're dissolving things. But 
yeah, the force of water itself isn't just going to like splash everything off. And then also, you know, our cells are constantly regenerating. And the final process of that regeneration is desquamation. And so we want to help to desquamate. Desquamation is your body naturally getting rid of those dead skin cells. So we want to help that along. We want to actually take the washcloth and get rid of that desquamation, get rid of those dead skin cells. We want to get rid of the makeup. We want to get rid of that dirt. We want to get rid of the oil. And the washcloth helps that. It actually does that. Yeah, it can also give you a little bit of exfoliation, which is nice. A hundred percent. Yeah. So um, hydroxy acid cleansers. I talk about them all the time. I'm obsessed, right? And also alpha hydroxy acids are everywhere these days, lactic acid and in particular. I keep seeing, you know, we were talking about the lactic acid deodorant. Now I'm seeing lactic acid body washes. We talk about the lactic acid um, lotion. So you probably, we should probably teach you a little bit more about what hydroxy acids are. And later in the series, we're going to do like a super deep dive into them. But as an overview, the reason to use hydroxy acid cleansers, like we were saying, is because they're going to help lower the pH of the skin's surface below the physiological pH that it naturally sits at, right? So it's normally going to be about a 4.5 to a 5.5. That's where, where it's happiest. But for a lot of the products that we want to actually enter your skin, it needs to be a little bit lower. And so the pH of our skin is going to influence our barrier function. It's gonna help us to synthesize the different types of liquids. And then it's also going to help to strengthen the skin barrier and reduce inflammation, right? So some of the alpha hydroxy products that we use, you're gonna feel, because this is what we mean when we say active, like you're gonna put it on your face and unlike say like a CeraVe where it just you know feels like a cream, you're actually gonna feel it working on your skin. And so this is actually because it's helping to lower the pH, like I was just saying. So one of the cool things is that AHAs are alpha hydroxy acids. They're hydrophilic. So they like water, which is why they're hydrating. So they like to pull water into your skin's surface, which is really great. The other hydroxy acids that you can use are beta hydroxy acids. So this is going to be more like salicylic acid. This is also going to be known as a BHA. So oftentimes you'll see products that just say AHAs, BHA, or BHA. BHA. BHA is going to be salicylic acid. Alpha hydroxy acids are either lactic, glycolic, tartaric, mandelic, or malic. So the other hydroxy acid products that you might see are going to be malic or mandelic. And those are going to be really great for super sensitive skin types because they're the most gentle of the hydroxy acids, even more so than lactic. Um, so you can check that out also. But overall, I would say that if you are going to be using any type of active product that isn't uh, dermatologist prescribed, you want to be using an alpha, alpha, alpha hydroxy acid cleanser. Alfie. <laughs> An Alfie. Oh, an Alfie. That's cute. Mm -hmm. You want to be using an AHA or BHA cleanser because it's really just going to start the process. It's going to start to break down your skin surface so that it can really absorb those products. So, yeah. I just want to say real quick that I've been using a mandelic acid serum mm -hmm. and I really love mandelic acid. I love that. I had never really consistently used a product with that acid. Ah. Have you? Consistently, what am I using? Well, right now, the one of the deodorants that I use is mandelic acid. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I don't know. My skin, it, it's just been really nice. I think it's a good acid for winter time because it's not too harsh. Yeah. What What's the serum? It's by a brand called Stratia. Ah, I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. It was inexpensive, also. Nice. I got it at some random, you know, like just those random pharmacies in the city. Yes. 
that have like nice stuff. Yeah, they'll have a lot of like rare French skincare. Yes. Not that that's what this is, but it's like one of those. That's where I found it. I love that. I was in this one pharmacy for an hour one day just looking at all the pretty stuff. Ooh. And I don't know. I something it, something about it caught my eye, like simple packaging, the price point. Anyway, I just wanted to give mandelic acid a little shout out. I feel like I've I been ignoring that. it my whole life. Mandelic acid, welcome. Also, like if you have really, really sensitive skin, like rosacea or I don't even want to go any deeper than that. But if you have like very sensitive skin or if you're very, very fair, right? Like if you're Fitzpatrick one, uh, mandelic acid is great for you because it's so gentle. Um, yeah. But I think that there's plenty of different, especially alpha hydroxy acid cleansers for all different skin types. So it's worth taking a look, especially a PCA. They have like something, a little something for everybody. They truly do. Um, so you were saying, what do I want to talk about water on your skin? So this is something that I yeah. just discovered and I spoke about it before, but I just recently got a water filter for my shower and also for my sink. And years ago, one of my clients was telling me that she got a water filter and it cleared up her acne. And then I would kind of hear anecdotes like this over and over again. And it got to the point that I just really wanted to try it for myself and see what the hype was about. So I didn't get that specific filter that she got because I honestly didn't even remember what it was. But as I was doing research for this episode, I saw that Zakta Bauman agrees. And she was saying that because of all of the different mineral content that can be in what we call hard water, like here in New York, we have very, very hard water. So hard water is like, if you, like when you get out of the shower, there's like a ring around your tub of just like kind of soap scum, but it's really just like from the water. It's all of the mineral deposits that are left from the water. So in theory, this is great, right? Sorry, the the stuff that goes on in New York City bathrooms doesn't, I feel like doesn't even happen anywhere else. I'm just thinking about like the various New York City bathrooms I've seen that are just like, what is happening? I I don't see that in any other place. That's so funny. I don't know what kind of bathrooms you've been on. I don't know. <laughs> but I know where you used to live in your 20s. So maybe that's, what's, that's maybe what you're talking of. about. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking of. Oh, that's so funny. No, no, no. Just like normal. Nor- <laughs> just laughing. <laughs> no, because growing up upstate, the same thing. It's just like all of New York State. It's not just New York City. New York State just has very hard water. It's more of like a ge- geographical thing than it is a disgusting city thing. <laughs> the pipes are a different story, but specifically our water yeah. itself is really hard. So, um, and I say this also because when my dad was over this weekend, I was telling him to get a, a water filter because he and I have the same skin um, and they have their own well upstate. So, you know, they don't have all the nasty whatever goes on down here. Anyway, a beauty buddy reached out for a virtual consultation recently and she also lives in New York State. I think she lives in Westchester and um, she has really, really sensitized skin. And she was saying that she wanted to try a shower filter. And I said, won't hurt. Why not? Give it a go. And long story short, it's Dr. Bauman agrees. She says that if you have drier skin, if you have rosacea, if you have eczema, then giving a, a shower filter a go is a really great idea to sort of just like remove the excess minerals and just give you that clear, pure water that your skin needs. So it's worth giving that a try. I keep saying I'm going to get a filter for my shower and I still haven't. Oh my God, I'll get you one for our anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Can you send me, I need a link. I feel like you maybe sent me one a long time ago and then I just never bought it. I'll send you another one. Don't worry. So it's worth also talking about switching up your cleansers and maybe using a different cleanser in the morning versus the evening. Also changing them throughout the year based on the seasons, because a lot of time your skin is different seasonally. 
So I always think of when I cleanse my skin at the end of the day, so usually in the evening, I think of it as like, I am washing the whole day off my face. Mm-hmm. And this is where, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take time to cleanse in the morning. I just think like, I don't know, a lot of people are just like, I gotta do this twice a day. I know. But I think, yeah, taking your time really at night, do that double cleanse. And in the morning, a simple single cleanse. It's not that crazy. Um I like to think of my morning cleanse as something that's a little more like supportive. That's when I'll usually use like a nourishing, like creamy cleanser. Mm. And obviously that doesn't work for everyone's skin. But if you have pretty normal balanced skin or if it's dehydrated, that's a good option. Just a simple creamy cleanser. And I think it's also really important to listen to your skin as the seasons change. And honestly, even just day to day, your skin doesn't always need the same thing every day. And it's important to listen to it, not Mm -hmm. just do the same thing for the sake of being in a routine. Totally. Like, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think that it's also um, worth mentioning like the skin's microbiome, right? I feel like microbiome is like a hot topic these days that everybody's talking about. But like, what is it, right? And I learned this when I was kind of searching through um, my favorite book, Zachta Bauman, Cosmetic Dermatology. So on our skin, we have so many different types of bacteria, fungi, viruses, and arthropods, and billions of microbes that are inhabiting a single square centimeter of our skin, which is wild. And so these things play really important roles in the health of our skin. And so if we are using the wrong cleanser and disrupting the biome, or if we're using the wrong cleanser and not assisting the biome, yeah, this is an area that we're just now learning about. And so I think that like a lot of the skin conditions that we don't even know, like rosacea, right? I'm sure the biome has a huge part to play in that. And so all of the things that we're doing to our skin, you know, after step one, we have to make sure that the products are working, but also make sure that all of this is staying intact, right? Like this is the most important thing, I think, the biome. And so that's why like we want to make sure like our pH, the pH of our skin is remaining happy because that's where all of these things can live and and thrive and keep us safe and healthy. And so the cleanser is the first step to maintaining that. Yeah, and I think some signs of your skin's microbiome not being in the best shape usually comes in the form of irritation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even if it's like severely dehydrated, Mm -hmm. that could be a sign. Totally. Texture that you don't usually have along with dehydration. Inflammation. Yeah, any kind of inflammation. I think also with the rise of active ingredients in so many products, I see this more and more on client's skin. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you are cleansing, it's so important to start your routine off each night or each morning with something that supports your skin. Mm -hmm. Isn't just breaking it down constantly. Mm -hmm. And same goes for the rest of the routine. But I had a client the other day who is using a pretty harsh cleanser for how reactive her skin is. Yes. And how sensitized her skin is. And she just felt like, well, I just want my skin to be squeaky clean. She just likes how that feels. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, but like at what cost? Because you're using this like strong active cleanser. I think it was a benzoyl peroxide. Mm -hmm. And then all of these other actives, like every product she used had an active ingredient in it. And she knew that she just felt like that's what you're supposed to do. Right. And I had her send me just photos of all the products she has. And she has 
owns plenty of products that are just no actives, pretty basic. And I was like, listen to your skin each day. Mm-hmm. If it's feeling totally calm and you haven't used actives in a few days, go ahead and add it in. If you're starting to feel irritated, back off. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this on Instagram, but there was, um, I don't know if it was a TikTok video or what, but this dermatologist had given these skincare products to a client. I don't think it was prescription. I think it was just like a medical grade line mm-hmm. for her acne. And the client or patient rather had texted a few days later to say, hey, like my skin is really red and kind of swelling. And the derm was like, no, just keep, just get through it. Just keep using mm-hmm. it. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, and I think wild. a lot of people think that. <laughs> I think so too. And kind of going back to what you were just saying, Alex, is I want to say, because we've been talking about pH a lot today, is I mentioned that the pH of our skin is happiest between a 4.5 and a 5.5. I mentioned that uh, AHA cleansers will take that down to like a 2.5. But if you're just using a soap, like an antibacterial soap brings your skin all the way up to a nine. A nine, that's very, very basic. And you're, it's not, how are you going to bring that back down, right? Maybe somebody helps you build your own skincare routine and like the products you're using after are going to help to balance it out. But, you know, just keep that in mind. This is why when we joke and say, y'all are doing this to yourself. (laughs) This is why like things like a a soap, like if you just use your Dove soap to cleanse your skin every single morning, your microbiome is probably non-existent and your skin has to work really, really hard to either get itself back to its homeostasis or it just never does. And you're going to end up with a disrupted barrier and all the things that come along with that, unfortunately. So yeah, it's just worth taking a look. It's worth um, seeing what's best for your skin and going from there. And the other thing to mention, Alex, sorry, we've been talking about so many things is at night when we're talking about washing your face at night and at night being when you really use your products, there's so much of our skin cells rejuvenation process that is linked with our circadian rhythm. So like we talked about this before, the mitochondria, which is responsible for cell division, which was responsible for energy, ADP, ATP, that works at night. That's in conjunction with your circadian rhythm. And so it's best to use these products, a lot of the products that are doing the most for your skin at night because it's when your body's really going to be able to synthesize and integrate them. And then in the morning, just do it again. Use a little bit, maybe not as strong as products, but it's just worth, if you've got problematic skin, it's worth working on it as often as you can to stay looking like a fine wine, stay aging like a fine wine, not Mm -hmm. looking like one, aging like one. I also advise clients that if they're going to use an alpha hydroxy acid cleanser to just take note of the other products they use that have active ingredients. Yes. So that you're not overdoing it. Mm-hmm. But on the contrary, I feel like if you don't have any active ingredients, any products with active ingredients, an AHA cleanser is a great place to start in an affordable way. Totally. Like I have probably four different cleansers that I rotate through. Like I use the facial wash as kind of my general cleanser. When the seasons first started to change, it was too drying. So I had to use a creamy cleanser in the morning or at night and then use that one during the day. When it's my uh, moon time, (laughs) such a hippie to say that, Um, I use a benzoyl peroxide cleanser because I know that I'm going to have hormonal breakouts, especially along my jawline. Um, and so I'm just constantly sort of working with my skin, depending on what it's needing, depending on what it's it's saying to me. And that goes like during time of the month, time of the day, time of the year. Again, I'm aware that I'm very privileged to be able to have all these different products. But if you can, 
if you're a product junkie and you're like, what else can I get? It's worth looking at your cleanser. Maybe you, you should have like a different cleanser for different time of the month, different time of the year. I 1000% agree. I think always just listen to your skin, be aware and don't just like blindly use products because you think you should like try mm-hmm. to feel out what your skin is looking for and see an, a licensed esthetician to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So like I said before, I'm going to put up um, some things on the gram. I was thinking maybe doing like an infographic for this week for the different types of cleansers. Um, maybe we can put up some links to our different favorite cleansers, Alex. I know that the beauty baddies, especially whenever they come to do a virtual consultation, they're like, so which one was it that you were talking about? So we can put up just like a nice little infographic, maybe with some links to our favorite cleansers, and then you guys can get started that way. Yeah, maybe just like easy go-tos. Like if your skin is like this, here's a good cleanser. Yeah. If it's like that, here's a good cleanser. Yeah, some of them are um, out of stock often. So we'll pick the ones that that we know will be in stock. You got Jess addicted to the blemish bar from PCA, and now she buys multiples whenever whenever it's in stock. Yeah, it's the same with the dry skin relief bar. I've got to start buying multiples. I love that bad boy. Oh, I forgot about the dry skin relief bar. It's great. It's great. Oh, yes. Ooh, yes. Yeah, so we'll put both of those on there. But y'all know now that that's that's usually out of stock because everybody loves it. So next week, we're going to talk about toners. Okay, I think that this is going to be great because nobody knows what a toner is for, especially because we just talked about cleansers. We talked about changing your pH. If you're using a a cleanser that isn't pH balanced, guess what's going to balance your skin? It's a a toner. toner. Also, I feel like (laughs) toners have really been having a moment, but they Mm -hmm. come under the guise of other things. Yes. Yes. So resurfacing or yes, yes, all those things. We're going to talk about all of that. We're going to talk about balancing, hydrating, exfoliating. We're going to talk about all of it. This is great. There's 14 parts to the series. 14. We're getting into it, Shapiro. Wow. Wowza. You can DM or email us your listener letters and beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast or True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at Alex Lindley. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. You can make an in-person or virtual appointment at truebeautybrooklyn.com to hang with me, Elizabeth. And you can make an in-person appointment with Alex at cheekybrooklyn.com. And that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. The True Beauty Brooklyn podcast is produced by BetaWave and Elizabeth Taylor and is mixed by BetaWave. Follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. And if you'd like to further support the show, consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.